Hello once again, everybody. This is the Common Sense American, and I have a number of things to talk about this week. Everything from Black History Month to Joe Biden's authoritarianism in office. Um, and so it's a bit of a hodgepodge of a show this week. I, I apologize for that. I usually want to take, you know, one topic and really flesh it out. Uh, but there really hasn't been a ton that's happening. I don't want to focus too much on any one particular subject because I don't want to talk about it for half an hour. Uh, and come across as just repeating myself and gets boring for the listener and boring for me. Uh, but first, let me start by saying, and I know I have mentioned this before, I don't feel like beating a dead horse on this, but I, I don't think I've mentioned it in a while. It just, it always crops up um, very often, actually, after I watch uh, being a, a classic film aficionado, I, I watch a lot of them, and every time I do, it, it sort of reminds me how far America has fallen. I, I, you look around now, and I'm, I'm sick of loser culture. I'm sick of bum culture. Uh, you, you watch these these movies, and even even outside of movies, you know, outside of Hollywood, just people in general, just film from uh, the 30s and 40s and 50s, and men wore suits and hats, and women wore, wore dresses, and, and people just took pride in themselves, pride in their property, pride in how they presented themselves to the world. Uh, they cared. And they cared about this country and how it looked to the outside world. They care about themselves and how they looked to the outside world. Uh, you know, my grandmother would would not even go to her mailbox uh, without, you know, at least being dressed to some extent, even having earrings. Uh, and maybe that's to the extreme, I guess, but it's not like she, you know, spent an hour in front of the mirror before going to the mail. But she wasn't going to do it in her bathrobe either. Now we have people in their bathrobes in Walmart. Now we have people shuffling along in clothes that people wouldn't even wear in their own homes at one point. People didn't get dressed up, even if they weren't leaving. They just get up in the morning, they got dressed. They had a suit and they had a tie. Men and women had dresses and they changed for various events. And, and on top of which, people were much thinner and smaller and in much better condition and moved so quickly and spoke so rapidly. I think everything was happening at a much faster pace. And it was reflected in the culture at the time, being a student of the culture of early America. Well, that's not very early America. We're not going far enough back here. Uh, but, you know, uh, World War I, World War II in that area, it's, it's really shocking. And, you know, you look around now, uh, one of my, uh, my parents have uh, a small business and one of their employees is from Korea. And she would, she'll visit South Korea from time to time. And she's always stunned at just how big of a difference it is. She gets off the plane in South Korea and the place is glittering. I mean, that airport in, in, in Seoul is polished to a high-gloss sheen. You, wouldn't, you won't find a piece of trash, not just in the airport, but hardly anywhere in the city. You won't find graffiti. You won't find these run-down, broken areas that look like they're from a third-world country. Even the lower-rent apartments are just glimmering. They're extremely well-kept. Same thing in Japan and in, part in Tokyo. Uh, you see it all around the country. Look at some of the, the, the European cities and countries. I mean, you watch them in just various shows. You could watch them in food shows that happen to be over there or, or travel uh, channel shows that show you the area. And I've been... Uh, to, to, I plan on going to, to Norway this year. I've been in Ireland. I've, I've been some places, and you just notice it's such a, it's such a shock to see that, and then come home, and and you really literally realize that aside from the shocking violence in in so many of our cities, but it just everything is dingy. 
Everything is run down. Our trains are a colossal joke. I mean, it's from the literally right there, World War II. I don't even think we upgraded since the 40s or 50s. Uh, our, our, our build, so many buildings are just falling over and the people themselves have just lost, well, they don't care. They, they take no pride in anything. And it, that's a Democrat's, uh, uh, result of Democrat rule. I believe it's a result of the, everything is okay. Baloney. It's a result of, uh, you know, oh, well, we don't want to be elitist crap. This rising, uh, fringe of communist garbage, you know, they all want to look like communists is nothing that money can buy matters, of course, because that's all evil. So we're just going to, which is code for I'm going to be as lazy and as slovenly and as stupid as possible. And that's what we're seeing now. There are people I'm looking at as I go out that honestly can be defined as cattle. It's like they, they really are. They look like it. They move like it. They act like it. It's reflected in our entertainment. It's reflected in our society. It's reflected in our education. It's reflected in our government. It's reflected everywhere, and it's really depressing. And I, I, I don't know what to do about it. And I'm guilty of the same thing. You know, I don't get dressed up either. Um, you know, I work from home when I go out. I, I, I don't wear sweatpants everywhere. I don't even own a pair. But I, I, I certainly don't, you know, wear shirt and tie and, I, and, and get dressed up the way I think people should again. Uh, when I was in Ireland, I noticed... There were a bunch of kids had come coming down the sidewalk to me in this small town, and they were all wearing the same thing. And I thought oh, this would be a club or organization of some kind. No, they were just school children. Back in the time when, you know, to me in America, when kids wore uh, uniforms at school, my parents did, and they still do there. And studies have proven that this uh, is a good thing. That, it, you know, they respect authority more. It requires them, you know, they have to take care of the uniform. They're the ones who have to have to keep it clean and wash. Usually their parents are the ones who are supposed to make them do that. It, it, it keeps, it, there's a sense of unity as well. It's a very good thing. But of course, you know, we can't do that. Now we have kids, again, barely dressed in school, or if they are dressed, wearing the most shockingly disgusting and inappropriate things that nobody should be wearing in public. But again, the everything is okay garbage has just ruined so much of this. Um, and shifting gears, just to get away from this, the Biden administration what, 40 executive orders, I think, uh, just, just just flies right in the face of their, uh, we're all in this for unity, and I'm in this for a Republican democracy, and obviously not. Obviously not. Passed more executive orders and memoranda and actions and edicts than any other president in American history by a long shot. Way more than Trump. And it makes even less sense when you consider that there's almost no reason to do this. Why bother? Why do you have to cram this down our throat so fast? You have the House and the Senate and pretty much everything you, you're going to put up there is going to pass through anyway. But you obviously don't even want to risk it. No, we're not even going to give the other side a chance to come up against this. This is just the way it's going to be. And so many of those orders are going to hurt this country. And so many of them are just sending us reeling backwards as Democrats love to make us do. All their progressive policies are regressive at their very core. And we notice it and we're seeing it on a mass scale and he's just going to do it again. I don't even want to talk about that too much. We all know this, right? I mean, we all, from the pipeline to his immigration, uh, open border garbage, we're all in big trouble from that standpoint because he, they don't, they don't learn. They let political correctness literally rule the country. And this is what's happening. I mean, you know, and speaking of political correctness, to get into the uh, equality question and Black History Month and all of that, which, as we all know, is, is this month, 
Um, they've never understood equality and apparently haven't for a long time. When you have Biden and is kind of saying, we're going to uh, put this person in such and such position of power because their skin is this color. Yeah, that, that, that's not racist at all. That's only the very definition of racism. Or I'm going to put this person because it'd be the first woman. You know, that's not sexist at all. You know, we're not, we don't care about this person's qualifications. We don't care about their experience. We just care about their skin color and their gender, and that's why they're going to be there. And the most absurd part of the whole thing is the belief that any of these people are somehow oppressed or are somehow uh, stomped on by society. That's all decades old. It hasn't happened in a long time. All they do get now is preferential treatment. From scholarships to colleges, I dare you to find a scholarship for anybody who's white or anybody who's just a straight white male or Christian or whatever. Go ahead. You know how many you'll be able to find for people of every other color specifically designed for students that are just a certain race and that's it? There's no other qualification for that scholarship? Not to mention every other religion? Not to mention specific scholarships for transgender and every other type of sexual orientation except straight? This is preferential treatment at a, introducing them to the world with preferential treatment. Then they get it again with jobs. And if you think that's not happening, you're naive. Too naive to chew your own food. All the major corporations, they were going to whisper it, but they have uh, mandates basically in place that say, you have to hire this person over this person for X reason. And that reason is almost always because if the other candidate is white, and God forbid a male, you will not hire them compared to this other person who's still almost as good the qualifications, again, are almost irrelevant, but this person is black or this person is Latino or this person is gay or whatever. So they're going to get the job because we're going to have, quote, diversity in the workplace. Has not, this, this is running so far out of control that you're starting to get this. And, of course, and on top of which, those people really can't be fired. It's very difficult to get rid of those people as an employer. Again, you got to talk to employers outside of the public eye and make plain that what they say you will not repeat because we're not supposed to talk about this. But they will tell you that this is absolutely the case. You cannot do anything to these people. They will run straight to the labor board and make your life a living hell if you try. They live in a world of preferential treatment, they don't get it, and they continue to ram it down our throats that they don't, that they somehow are still oppressed and we're still the oppressors. And that is apparently the point of Black History Month. I see these endless ads, and I mean endless, on television. Oh, and by the way, I know I made this point before, but again, if you want to get an idea of just how oppressed the, the uh, so-called uh, minorities are in this country, watch TV for about an hour. Find a commercial a television show, a movie, anything that has been produced within, you know, the last year, a couple of years, try to find one that doesn't have a person of color in it. I dare you. You won't find one. On the other hand, you will find plenty that have only people of color in it and no white people anywhere because, again, that's, quote, diversity. How are these people being tromped on and how are their voices being diminished and how are they being excluded from things when they're in our faces every two seconds in every form of society in every level of society you see it everywhere and I see these ads on television for Black History Month that are you know like a minute long and saying things like well if we don't do it nobody will put our voices out what what a pile of crap that's what everybody is doing that's what the media is doing that's what everybody in Hollywood is doing they're all putting your voices out there they're putting a premium on your voices 
They only will sell books that have people of color in it. They will only push movies that have people of color in it and, and sexual orientation, alternative lifestyles and whatever. They're the ones they're going to be pushing. They're the ones they're going to prioritize. If everyone is prioritizing them, from schools to jobs to entertainment to government, then how the hell are they oppressed? How the hell can we continue to make that argument? You may notice that when you ask well, how these people are somehow being oppressed, they can't actually answer you. Decades ago and leading up to this, they could say, well, you can see how, uh, you know, we, there's racism and discrimination against people of color and women and gay people in, uh, in the workplace and in college. And we don't have anything set aside for them. They, they don't have any of this of any sort of uh, equality to, to speak to because they're being ignored and they're being sort of quietly uh, dismissed. Well, they can't, you know, they can't say that anymore because even they know that that's wrong. So now they switch the rhetoric to saying, oh, well, you have right pr white privilege, but you don't know it. So they're so desperate now because they don't have any facts to prove that there's any such thing as white privilege. And by the way, you're going to see skyrocketing numbers of white people on unemployment. You're going to see it all over the place. You're going to see them basically saying, yep, we were discriminated against just because of this reason, because of our skin color. Business owners, people who are just looking for a job, all of them. You're going to find in the coming years that the stories will be suppressed at first because we live in a racist society where only white people are being oppressed and they don't want you to know for the same reason that you will never hear a story of a black officer shooting a white person. That has apparently, if you listen to the media, has never happened in the history of America. And if it does happen, it's for darn good reason. On the flip side, if it happens any other way around, that person's immediately open to uh, suspicion, right? Color people, uh, people of color going after people of color is not really a thing. Pe because the only people who can be racist are white people. People of color cannot be racist. It's impossible. They can't be racist against anybody else. They're immune to everything. They can't be guilty of cultural appropriation. They can't be guilty of, of discriminating against anybody else for any reason. They're the only ones who can be the victims, and white people are the only ones who can be the oppressors. And that is the message they continue to send every single second of the day. And it's, if that's being pushed as hard as it is, and being accepted everywhere as truth and fact, with everything being thrown in our faces every single day, of for and I mean forced diversity, of well, quote diversity, they don't care about equality, they just want exactly a, this, a certain number of people, like a quota for everything they produce and put in front of you. You will never see anything again that has only white people in it, ever. Whether it's a piece of entertainment, whether it's a, a, a organizational board, whether it's government, any ever, school board, anything. It's just not allowed. It will not happen. And if it does, they'll be branded racist and probably they want to be lynched. These people are vicious. On the other hand, you make my to make my point here, they can all of those things can be comprised of any other race, ethnicity, or religion on the planet, and no one is allowed to say that that's racist. No one is allowed to even question it. The only time we can question that is when that group, whatever that group is, is comprised of only white people. If it's comprised of anything else, any other group of people, it doesn't matter and it can't be racist and they can exclude white people whenever they want. We have heard of California so twisted and backwards in their quote-unquote uh, equality push that they're actually looking to rescind laws to combat racism in that state just for the express purpose of discriminating against white people because they can't do it. All their insane laws that they put in place for equality, they're breaking them every single day and because they're discriminating against white people and we can absolutely prove it 
and, and prove it in a court of law, which is why they want those laws gone. They want to continue to be able to do this. And I, for the life of me, I can't figure out why. Maybe it's just because to keep them elected, because that's, racism is the only thing they can win on. As I said before, as I said in the, during the Biden administration, they got nothing but racism and, and, and nationalism being bad and everybody pro-American bad and everybody pro-Trump bad, and they're all racist and they're all bigots and blah, blah, blah. That's the only thing they can win on. Maybe that's the reason they're still cramming it down everyone's throats because Democrats are in, every, in control of every facet of society where there's power and influence. So maybe the reason they're doing that is just strictly to retain control and power. They know for a fact that there is no evidence that all the people that they're claiming are still being stepped on are actually being stepped on when they're being elevated, artificially elevated, just about everywhere we look. I'm going to cap this by saying I believe in equality. I believe in giving people, uh, in judging people on their merits and on their capabilities and on their drive and ambition. I have no trouble at all with a woman or a person of color being a leader, being a president of the United States. None. What I do have a problem with is people putting them in that position only for the reason of their skin color or sexual orientation or gender. That's wrong. We've been taught that that's wrong, and now they're just doing it, and apparently it's not wrong when they do it. It's only wrong when we do it because white people are involved. There are so many people in this country right now that are in positions of power because of, well, let's face it, they were elected for a particular reason, anything to do with qualifications. None. None whatsoever. And I am all for equality. When I was young... the, the the byproduct of this drives me nuts because it's, it's, it's turning me racist, and I don't want to be. I don't want to have to have this in my head all the time. I, I'm, but now it's becoming so dominant. It's trying to take over my life. I can't, I've reached the point now where uh, if I see a movie that might be interesting, if, the only, if it's all black people, I'm not watching it. I'm just not. Yeah, that, that's a racist reaction. But it's a reaction based on what I have seen and gone through for the past 15, 20 years, which has never ended, and the same message being thrown in my face that I'm bad and evil, and everyone should see me as such when I'm no such thing. There's no evidence that I am. There's no evidence that anybody I am ever is. One of my best friends when I was growing up was black. I don't believe in any of this. I don't like bigotry. I don't like racism. And for that reason, I don't like Democrats because that's all they are. I'm becoming what they want me to be, it seems. And I think a lot of you can, uh, can empathize with me on this. Prior to all this happening, we were not this way. 99% of this country was not racist. I suppose in some, you know, backwater swamp Mississippi, it's still there. But 99% of this country not, was not this way. And then you try to tell them that half the country is still this way. That, like, you know, black people can't be in restaurants or something or can't go in parks because of this. Like, this is 1941. And this is ridiculous. This hasn't happened in so long. And you're just creating legions of very angry people because they're being accused of something they didn't do. When you accuse people of something they didn't do, perfectly innocent people, they are going to push back. And the first reaction is they're going to start really just automatically disliking all the people who are artificially elevated above them. And I know the people who are artificially elevated above me. I know it's all the gay people and all the people of color that are elevated above me. I know it for a fact. We all know it. And it's really annoying. And it's unfair. 
And we have to sit here and listen to the whining as if there's anything left to whine about. And we are not allowed to say a word. We are not allowed to react in any way. We are not allowed to celebrate our own culture in any way. We're not even allowed to say we have a culture. That is the very foundation of racism, systemic racism, the only systemic racism that is in this country right now. And I just really wanted to make that clear. I believe in judging people entirely by their merits, and I wish I could. I don't want to be in a position where, you know, if there's somebody, if there's a gay individual pops up in a, in a book or, or in a news story or whatever, I just stop. I stop reading. I'm done. I do not want this shoved down my throat. I, prior to this, I didn't have a problem at all. None. Now I do. And it's for, the, and it's for this reason. And I don't like to be in this position. I really don't. But I just can't take it anymore. I can't look at it anymore. Shut up and leave me alone. You, you don't apparently get that basically accusing somebody of something they didn't do, especially that's this nasty. You're apparently not getting that this is going to have repercussions. And you apparently don't care because, of course, we're white. What's there to care about? We'll just throw them under a bus because they deserve it. We're tired of this. We're tired of all this. We believe in real equality. I believe in real equality. I believe in real diversity. I don't believe in anything that you people are standing for because that's not what you stand for. You stand for preferential treatment and flat-out racism. And I'm done with all of it. And that's just the, just what I wanted to say. Uh, it's the, You know, and you see, it, and how long is it going to go on? Probably forever. Now they're whining about how Black History Month is the shortest month of the year. You figured that had to happen. I'm surprised it took them this long to get around to it. Let's face it, every single month of the year is Black History Month. Just like every single month of the year is Gay Pride Month. This is the way it is. We all know it. And if you're going to continue to jam it down the throats and make us out to be villains that we're not, we're going to keep pushing back. And if you're going to keep pushing this in uh, areas of, of sports entertainment, we're going to start ignoring it like I am. I'll bet I'm not the only one. Because it just seems like that is agenda first. That's all it is. Political correctness first, story second, everything else second. Then I'm not interested. I will not be lectured or pandered to by you, the racist people of the country. I will not be. Just saying. So anyway, that's it for me. I, I know I touched on a few different things here, uh, but uh, hopefully it remains somewhat entertaining. And, and you, you know, I'm trying to speak for a group of people, not just myself. I think there are other people who think like me. At least I hope there are. Sometimes you feel very alone, especially living in a, in a wicked far left state that I do. So, you know, you often feel as if you live in a parallel universe. Up is down. White is black. Hot is cold. It, it's so insane. You know, when you hear about like Elon Musk's SpaceX being, I don't know, investigator called out for hiring legal citizens over illegal ones. I, I, I thought the law was you couldn't hire legals. I thought... I'm not even going to get into it. I can't, I can't even begin to understand what the hell these people are blathering about. I can't even understand why they want to destroy the country from the inside out. I don't get it. Anyway, uh, I will see you again next week, and I hope everybody has a good week. I'm not even using the word safe. I hate it. Have a good week. Have a solid week. Have a productive week. Try and be as happy as you can. And, uh, yeah, I will, I will be back again to talk at you in another seven days. I'll see you then. Thank you.